Welcome to episode number 109 of the Tall Light Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. We got some news. We got some geek news. So let's get into it, starting off with everyone's favorite, Marvel. Um, Not my favorite, so don't speak for me, please. It's everyone's favorite, Chris. I'm sorry. No, it's when it when it comes to the MCU, I think it is. That's that's very that's very limited, brother. Yeah, everyone's favorite stuff. So, uh, first first off, um, the ancient is going to be making its return <laughs> to the movies in Avengers Four. I don't really want to say guy or girl. I just know Tilda Swinton is is back in the role, and you know. That was one of the people missing uh, from the first movie. So, really, what do, you th- what do you think? Was it really somebody that's missing that you would expect to show up? Because I, I really had no thought. Hey, where's where's Tilda? You know, where is she in this movie? Totally needed. No, it just whatever. Maybe Avengers four to fix all this shit, but definitely not the first one. So, yeah, that's cool. I totally didn't even know who you were talking about at first, so that that's that's my uh, interest in her being in the movie, or even the need for her to be in the movie. Okay, <laughs> I you know I I like the actress. No, I, I do too. I like the movie. Love the movie. It worked in Doctor Strange. I just like I'm saying, didn't think about it. There's no need to think about it. Thanos would crush her little head in her in his hand. <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what happens. See what happens. Um, so moving on to the streaming services, uh, we announced a couple weeks ago that Scarlet Witch was getting her own series, um, and now it looks like they will probably be adding Vision um, to that. Which I think. Well, what did you say about that? You're, you're thinking Young Avengers, right? Possibly. No, I mean the outcome of you know human on robot sex is young Avengers in the long run. Um, that's the long game, but um, I just don't see how that, that show would work without vision. I really don't, you know, I don't really care that much about Scarlet witch unless it's like the adventures of Scarlet witch and Quicksilver, you know, and then they're teaming up with, the, you know, the brotherhood of evil mutants. Like you can do that on this TV show. Cause you're also gonna do an X-Men show eventually. Kind of cool. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll resurrect, uh, our buddy there, but probably not. Uh, but adding Vision to the show makes sense. Vision is, you know, a popular enough character on his own. Sans that little situation that happened with his ongoing comic series this year. But, um, yeah, I think that would be a cool dynamic for a TV show. Also, weird dy- dynamic. So, Yeah, I would... Um, I like the idea of Vision getting added to the show. Um it's not like confirmed as far as uh, you know what's going to happen, but it looks like the series and the one we're going to talk about in a second are supporting the movies. So these characters aren't just completely gone, but I think um, they're just supplements to what's going to happen in the MCU as well. So, yeah, yeah, I think just you know expanding on what's going to be happening. You know, you're going to probably kind of limit down the mainstays after this next movie. So it'll be like this open world afterwards. What's going on. I just want to say something here too, uh, for all the haters out there, there's a lot of hate going on for like, um, the expansion of like showing these relationships on shows and stuff. Like a lot of the CW gets a lot of hate on it because of the, the gay relationships and stuff like that, that, Oh, it's too much of this stuff in mainstream. Well, guess what haters here comes robot on human sex. So, you know, just get ready for that and just go live in your hole somewhere else. Okay. Can't handle, you can't handle different relationships in the world. <laughs> Maybe robots and humans are okay for you. We'll see what happens. Weirdos. Um, so the other announcement was a Falcon, <laughs> a, a Falcon and Bucky limited series come into the streaming service. That sounds amazing. To be honest, that sounds like the greatest thing that they've come up with in a long time. <laughs> a buddy cop uh, show. <laughs> buddy cop show. <laughs> Who's the better Captain America? That's right. That's, that's, it's going to be... <laughs> it's going to be um, 
fight for the shield. That's what's the, that's what's going to be. Yeah, that this idea um definitely something I'm really looking forward to. I mean, honestly, all of these streaming shows I'm looking forward to. You know, it's not just, you know, I I want I want all all of it and it's something as far as what we got announced gosh, I don't know, however many years ago, five, six years ago, where it's all connected. Well, it's not. And the TV universe is one that severely lacks a cohesiveness to the MCU. So it will be nice to see actually the small screen complementing the big screen. Again, something that uh, Star Wars could really learn from. Exactly. Well, they need to learn in general from themselves. Um but yeah, I mean, this is a really smart way of getting rid of these other shows would just meant to snap and have them all fade away instead of just getting canceled. That would have been much, much more fun. But um, Thanos just, you know, just keep snapping away these other shows and then bring it all back on the on the streaming service. It sounds good to me. Um, there's a lot of rumors about what's going to happen with Captain America after Avengers 4 is, you know, Chris Evans leaving leaving the the suit, leaving the shield behind. Um, there's a lot of things like articles out there like, oh, Captain America could be, could be black or could be a woman. Um, right here, they could have saw, you know, Sebastian stand from the back with his long hair and been like, oh, look, that that's the woman who's playing him. But, you know. You what are you talking about with that Ran- last statement? Random craziness. It's just, there's these articles yesterday that said, I'm just bringing up a stupid joke. Um, that, that, Getting you know, getting the haters out there ready that Captain America could be black or a woman. Okay, that's the big thing. That gotcha. was powerful. I I try to ignore most of those kind of things. Oh, I do too. <laughs> they're there. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to DC news. They sweat it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't even think we need to acknowledge these people. These we do. You know, we have we have um, we have a half an hour to talk about the first half of this show with five topics. So <laughs> this kind of bullshit. Well, it's, it's our show. We can do whatever we want. We can, we can move right. things around. Yeah. <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> um, as far as the next piece of news, DC's got some news. Um, we have Gotham returning in January. Okay. Okay. You put this on here. <laughs> You're like, oh, we got to get through this today. It's like, we got no, nothing to talk about. So we got some heavier stuff on the second half. But yeah, it comes back in January. We all knew it was coming in 2019, guys. Can't wait. Got to watch the last season still. So <laughs> doesn't matter to me until I watch the last season. Okay. Have you watched last season? I'm on season three. And we got nothing to talk about. It just comes back. January. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything. All right. Next piece of news is something that we can talk about. Um, yeah. That is last night. It was announced that Ewan McGregor would be cast as the bad guy in Birds of Prey. And it's now confirmed that he'll be playing Black Mask. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, this is awesome. This is great news. This is the best news to come out of. DC movie anything in a while now. Um, as much as the casting call, you know, went out—not the casting call even, but the castings went through for you know a lot of the characters already in the sh- uh, the movie. Uh, met with mixed reviews. Met with it's just it still doesn't matter because it's you know with DC, it's it's tough to know what's going to happen in the future with them. But this is this is good news. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it's a character that I I like a lot. Um, you know, we always talk about the Arkham games. They handled this character really well in Arkham Origins. Uh, obviously, if you played that game, you know what happens. But it was a uh, it was a really cool um, villain that you know we haven't seen cinematically. Have we? Is he in Gotham? Like I don't know. Like I don't even know if he's shown no. up like on the small screen. The point is, he's been in nothing. That's what they've said. They said, we're doing a villain that has never been portrayed on any screen before. Other than the video game screen, but yes. It's not a, <laughs> that's not a real screen when it comes to 
It's a to- it's a totally different. No, part. I understand because it's like oh, here's Red 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 Dead Redemption, greatest entertainment weekend of all time. The game costs you fucking eighty dollars on average. <laughs> you know, of course, it's gonna be setting records like that. Go watch a movie that costs you eighty dollars. See what they do to you besides like jerk you off the whole time. Um, the good thing about this casting is that you and Gregor can really let loose because you're not going to see his face. Period. Most likely. So it's going to be him just going crazy inside this mask, letting all of his his acting skills come out, and giving us something that we've never really seen before, which is a really dark side of his um, of Ian McGregor. So think like um, Train Spotting meets. <laughs> I want I always want to be like, oh, it's it it it's like um, it's like that one actor taking on Split because he got oh James McAvoy. Yeah. Because he kind of reminds me of Ian McGregor sometimes too. So it's like, what happens when this this classy actor takes on a crazy role? Well, he does good stuff. He played the bad guy technically in the island. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, he wasn't crazy. That's but a lot he was, though, too, because you think he's the good guy too, right? In that movie, you, he is both because he's a clone. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So he's the clone. Yeah. He's a clone of that. That movie, that's true. I that's one of the best Michael Bay movies that people just forget yeah. happened. That's a like, great movie. Well, people don't movie. that movie either. That's the problem. People also say the island sucks. Well, and that was back in the day when people were more truthful. Yeah. So um. People- yeah, I mean, this will be. I was going to say something about that that I. Couldn't remember now. Um, oh, he's never been in a superhero movie either. Yeah, no, that's I know. So, I know. well, this is what happens when you cancel the Obi Wan movie. You know, <sighs> I don't. I'm still holding out hope for that movie forever. Oh, it'll happen. Um, oh, this is what I was gonna say. So, one thing that's been real curious or good, I guess, in a way, is the DC Daily. You know, they confirmed like that James Gunn thing. Like it was not confirmed and then tiffany smith was like james gunn's coming to dc and he's doing this and i was like oh okay okay i guess that's true then yes that's the same thing here so like yesterday's dc daily it's filmed too early for this news so we can yeah yeah. which is nice um because like i'd like to pull a lot of the news from that show anyhow um because that it's better i mean once a week It, it is I you know what it's 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 a very impressive news news source. Um, the Halloween episode was even good. <laughs> it was thirty minutes long. I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be like that the the first tele, te- non telethon show they did for three hours. I was like, oh, I hope it's not like that. I said, I warned my wife, like, let's get into this, but be ready not to like it. But it was really good. Um, and there's been one day where I was like, uh, this is like they didn't really have that much stuff to talk about. And it was kind of lame, but at the same time, it was like, all right, whatever. You're going to have these days. But it's, well, it's solid for a daily news show. So if you're not a subscriber of it. Um, oh, yeah. It, I mean, it, obviously, you have to be a DC fan. So there's the first turtle. But if you are a DC fan, I do suggest you pony up the money or ask for it for Christmas or something because it is worth it. But it was funny. They were talking to the guy from Gotham by Gaslight. Mm-hmm. And even though I like that movie, like the hosts were like so over the top, like this blew my mind. I could not believe the twist. And I was just like, it's a good movie. Okay. But it's not like the second coming of animation. And it's most certainly not the old school days of DC animation where you saw like, you know, the new frontier, which is a great movie, which does blow your mind. Like this was just, okay. They, it was fine. It was fine. So I don't I don't like all these hosts. You know, some of them I do, but like a lot of them I'm just really like Yeah. Uh, just get to just talk to the person who you gotta talk to and you shut up. <laughs> because I don't like what you have to say. You know, I'm I'm very I'm very patient with a lot of that stuff because I I always remember like that they're getting in front of this camera. Um they're doing this, you know, they're they're geeking out in front of you know, they're putting themselves on but none of these people have not been on camera before. But, but my point is that 
that's that's exactly the point is that some of it's very awkward some of them don't know how to really transition well um and it's like it's but it's a it's a fan service so i kind of enjoy it to that aspect too that it's a little more it's a little more innocent than just being like all right these guys have to do this hardcore news show every day and just be at the top of their game um this is like oh i'm coming to hang out with my family every day you know so i'm a little more forgiving on on what they're doing sometimes but i you know as far as is that is going into it and what i expected from it it's it's 10 times better than what i expected so 100% I can't, I can't really hate on it when it's good 90% of the time uh, yeah i'm not saying i'm i'm not hating on no, 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 the no, show I'm, it's just that some of the hosts i'm like you could i don't need you well, it's, <laughs> exactly it's like oh if tiffany goes to like comic con and that other chick takes over she's good She's not as good. Who, Clark? No, no. What's her? What's her name with the the frilly hair? Oh, I don't know. I forget what her name is. But she she was there when Tiffany was like at San Diego or whatever. You know? Okay. Um, and my wife would be like, "When's Tiffany coming back?" Oh, New York Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've also been watching Tiffany Smith for years, and I think yeah. we just kind of. Plus, she's a Star Wars fan, and yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, so, yeah okay. Hugh McGregor. Hugh McGregor is classic. Great, yeah, greatest classic. news of DC history. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's it pretty is. good. Yeah, it <laughs> as far as casting goes. Um, <laughs> we'll see if it's real. <laughs> I think it is. I think I think they've. I think. Oh well. Ultimately, I think with this DC Daily thing and making these official announcements through through one source. Not through Deadline and Hollywood Reporter. Don't forget towel.com. <laughs> what? That's but, what they need to look for. Yeah. Like, I think that they're really kind of doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just so. feel like there's this surge of, of we got to do things right. And we want to do things like at this higher scale. Yeah. Uh, as much as we want to hate on that Joker movie or, or get nervous about it, it's the same thing. It's like they, they took the step to try to do something grander. You know, get some better talent in. Um, yeah, I want to say better talent, but well, uh, yeah, Joaquin better talent. Joaquin Phoenix is top talent. You know, yeah. people want to be like, who would you want to play the Joker? I'd be like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, that's that's one one of my choices. He, no <laughs> one, no one has said anything about the casting. Zero no. people have said, oh, not. I mean, come on, the dude's Oscar caliber. Almost everything that's, he does, so, exactly. And it's yeah, like no has, one craziness to them too so it's perfect yeah. 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 so i mean yes i just feel like they this is their chance if they don't if they blow it if they if they can't achieve a decent movie verse by by not pushing it to the max getting this talent then i don't know what's wrong well so. here's the question are they doing a movie verse because this it's right. Like, right, right right you know like i guess like you're, you assume that Suicide Squad had Harley. Harley goes to Birds of Prey. Harley goes to Suicide Squad 2. You mm-hmm. would assume that that she is a through line. Same thing with Wonder Woman. Same thing with Aquaman. Uh, possibly, uh, what's his name? There's the Flash. The Batman suit. Huh? <laughs> Just some dude in the Batman suit. Oh, some dude in the Batman suit. Yeah. So, you know, I guess like that is part of the connective universe, but like is man of steel wiped is, is Batman versus Superman no, wiped. I just say you, you have this movie verse. I'm not going to say shared universe in a way, but you yeah. have these shared characters. Um, so it's loose, but you still kind of, you can kind of have this shared universe in a way. If you just don't take it so serious where you have to connect everything like, like Marvel is and you, and you try to, and you miserably failed. You have this open worlds of DC where you can do what you want. <laughs> Elseworld, right. any kind of tale, but say Wonder Woman wants to show up in a movie, here's Gal Go, and everybody's happy, you know. Right. And so service. But you don't make it so seriously connected that you fuck it up along the way in terrible ways like you did. So um if you mess up Justice League, like we've said in the past, that how do you do that? It's right. it's not hard if you don't do it right, but it's very easy if you know what you're doing. So right. it's, uh, it's so tough. Um, I just added a piece of DC news because yes. 
Yes. Can you talk about this one? Because I knew we were missing something. Yeah. What's the actor's name? I just uh, love. I'll get that. You talk you about get that. So we got our first look at the monitor uh, from the Elseworlds crossover on the CW coming in December, early December. So we have a month until it happens. Um, but we got to look at LaGarrett. La Monica Garrett. La Monica Garrett. I'm putting his name together. Uh, La Monica Garrett looks awesome as the monitor. He looks like he stepped out of the comic. Uh, apparently, they're making the monitor the villain of the series, quote unquote. Uh, so we'll see if, say, the anti monitor shows up to be the true villain. But we'll see. Uh, I I don't know what kind of balls to the wall story they're going to give us for this, but it. Everything I see so far has gotten me really excited, especially this look at the monitor. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh well, my my thing was seeing John Wesley shit back as Flash, but and and Batwoman. <laughs> that that like I said, all these everything we've seen has been good. Everything just, we got another look at Ruby Rose just a couple of days ago, not just the Melissa Benoist one, but there was one with her and somebody else on set and she was just like that suit. That suit is awesome. Yeah, they killed it with that suit. Um, all right, so this is a good spot. Let's take a quick break. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi, over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowl.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. Hi, I'm Chris... And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're true cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions. Run, second! Make sure to check us out on Stitcher and iTunes. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter and check out our website at don'tforgetatowel.com. You won't regret it! We are back after those commercials, and let's get into our everything else, starting with some comic book news. You want to take this? No, I'll take the, the first this one. This is you. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I'll take this first just block here. Yeah, do it, because I don't know what... I forgot what Valiant Incursion is. So uh, Well, yeah, let's talk about that first. So Valiant Incursion, because you mentioned it, um, is a new eternal warrior tale and it's where the eternal warrior and geomancer uh team up to fight on the imperatrix virago which is a new uh threat is a brand new creation so um they say that both new and returning readers have something to discover together um which is yeah and it's written by andy diggle what Artist Doug yes. Braithwaite. Um, here, I'll read you the no, through no, line. This, this, we, this was announced, Incursion, I remember when they announced the new titles for next year, originally, yeah. Andy Diggle, but we didn't have the details. Amazing. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. It's just that um, they were it's saying, like, Eternal we haven't... Warrior. Amazing. So exciting. Yes. We haven't seen the Eternal Warrior in his own standalone in some time. Um and yeah, this is a little last year. That's it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Lone Wolf and Cub and Road to Perdition, um, where they kind of mix in Japanese and Western storytelling um, because it's you know an old man and the kid, uh, which obviously they pretty much ripped that right out of the pages when we saw Logan. Um, but or Bloodshot Salvation. 
Bloodshot Salvation also. Um, artwork is freaking fantastic. Love Andy Diggle's writing, and Eternal Warrior has always been one of my favorite characters in uh, in the Valiant universe. So, yeah, yeah, really excited about uh, Valiant Incursion. Incursion. Moving on to Dark Horse, uh, the Doctor Horrible is back um, in Doctor Horrible Best Friends Forever, which is actually written by Joss Whedon. So. I don't know if this is something like they are already come up with before, you know, Dark Horse nullified Buffy <laughs> or what, but um, we're getting a new Dr. Horrible adventure without the sing-along. In, well, I, uh, I, I don't necessarily feel like all Joss Whedon titles are leaving Dark Horse either. I mean, it was a while there where Angel was part of Dark Horse and it was being published by a different company. Mm-hmm. Joss Whedon. So the rights to Buffy may have moved and not everything who knows um who knows it's just weird the other way too so yeah that whole thing is weird but this um, is- yeah so it's coming out november 14th uh i gotta pipe in though i mean as much as i'd like to see a comic of this i mean really it's about the singing so i mean unless it's comic singing to me it's not really what i want fully so let's get another dr horrible movie or something short whatever yep Seriously. I mean, it was a short, but yeah, I 100% agree. Like, I'll see it, but I won't buy it. I'll just read it online. You know what I mean? Like, I just. There's been comics before, and I didn't touch them. So. Yeah. Because they don't sing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, greeting cards sing when you open them now. Uh, yeah, they do. You're right. Comics can't sing. That's it. Um,. All right, so that's the, next, that's the next thing. Like, hollowed issue two, you gotta have it when you open it, it screams. Or, uh, well, it does have music with it. So, yeah. hollowed is now officially released. Uh, Defat Comics' first comic um, is out there into the world. You could pick it up at Comics Central. That's C O M I X C E N T R A L. Um, and the soundtrack is on Bandcamp or Spotify or iTunes, wherever you get your music, except for Amazon. Um, sorry, but <laughs> all the, all the other places it's there. Um, <laughs> and it will be going out physically some point soon. It's, uh, at a couple comic book shops here in Rochester, New York, where I live and around Buffalo, New York. But, um, if you want to read hollowed first get that thing digitally online and then give us some feedback and don't forget to tell one.com or dot, don't forget to tell one at gmail.com there's an email address beautiful, beautiful. I'm just glad it's you take one short breath of relief and get to work on the next one I know it's actually on my list issue two um, so yep Keeping it going. <laughs> Keeping it going. Uh, all right, let's go on to TV news, Chris. All right, Naomi Watts. Big big news here. Big name joining the Game of Thrones prequel series. Uh, apparently, it's supposed to be the White Walker spinoff. There was, this, um, there was this rumor that the name was out there. George R.R. R. Martin had said something about something, and the internet ran with it. Uh, but... Uh, there is no official name for this show yet. Uh, so HBO had to pipe in this week and say that. Uh, but Naomi Watts, great actress. I mean, they're, this, is, this, is, this is top. <laughs> this is like pretty top talent for this. So it's exciting. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to say yet. Other than I'm excited about Naomi Watts doing anything i think she's a fantastic actress i just i'm not super excited about game of thrones yet and i think this is one of the problems with so much media being out there at once is that as much as i'm excited about game of thrones i'm not yet until next year like right now i don't have it top of mind so um i'm sure i will be excited as hell when i actually see some stuff from it but right now i was like oh okay that's cool uh i still have to watch Sabrina and Daredevil and <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I just can't think about Game of Thrones right now until it's in my face. 
I got finished last season. So Game of Thrones? How excited I am for it. Oh my god. All right. I know. I haven't even experienced it, so I still have that I still have that to enjoy. That's right. I'm okay. not I'm not giving myself three years between <laughs> seasons. <laughs> that's that's the rough part of being a TV fan, especially back in the day. It's like old school TV. Yeah, seriously. Um all right, cool. What's uh next? The Eddie Shankar, uh who was responsible for Castlevania, right? Uh is gonna be taking on a Legend of Zelda series. So this is this is interesting seeing how awesome Castlevania was is, I should say is. Just finished it last night. Um Great ad- adaptation when in a world of co- uh, video game adaptations, most fall to the uh, to the toilet. So um, this I, I can get behind, especially if it's uh, is this supposed to be, I say live action or are they saying like more of an anime feel? I don't know. Well, so just so Eddie Shankar produced the Dread movie, the one with <laughs> Carl Urban. He's a producer. Mm-hmm. He produced um, that uh, Power Rangers thing, you know, with uh, Dawson, and it was badass. Yep. Um, and he produces Castlevania. It's still mm-hmm. written by Warren Ellis. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, because the last thing that we heard about Legend of Zelda was a live action series and possibly coming to Netflix. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> this is this is going to be one of those like we'll see if it ever happens because Nintendo is so close to the best with its characters that they I mean we haven't we've never seen anything cinematically except for that one Mario movie in the 90s that people hate so and I think after that it scared them from ever doing anything again and now they've got a new um director or uh president who wants to do more things and expand the ips so obviously zelda gets thrown out there uh metroid gets thrown out there mario gets thrown out there star fox gets thrown out there but is anything actually happening and moving along with it i don't know so i mean the same thing we're going to talk a little bit about when they just throw names out that are attached to people it's like is it really okay sorry go on no it's true it's true uh Showtime has answered our prayers for the revival of Penny Dreadful. It was funny because just the other day they, they had this article online that was like Penny Dreadful is one of the greatest series of all time. <clears throat> yeah. They're just, this is, this is how it is. Why is the show not on TV still? Blah, blah, blah. And then Showtime announces that they'll be doing a sequel series called City of Angels. Uh, so time for me to get back on that show and watch it and finish it because normally when they get canceled I give up because if I watch something that great and it gets canceled I get really angry so this is great news um, great news yeah so it takes place in the 1930s and Ooh. deals with um, like uh, what is it Day of the Dead and like more of like Spanish American uh, culture and um, things. I don't like monsters, I guess. So, will we still see vampires and werewolves and mummies and all that stuff? Probably. Um, so, we'll see though. I'm, uh, I'm pretty, and, you know, I was a huge Penny Dreadful fan, or I am a huge Penny Dreadful fan. I think like they did cancel it prematurely. Um, and I think they did not expect the fans to react the way that they did. And, you know, they even did a comic book series. So I think that's why, uh, that this is why it's happening. And it's still John Logan, the guy who literally wrote the entire series, (laughs) like he's doing it again. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. It'll just be interesting if these new characters will be as, um, received well received and this new location i mean the other one was like victorian gothic like it just made sense how they did things whereas 1930s i don't know los angeles or something we'll see 
you know? Exactly. It's a cool time period, and we'll see what happens. So, exciting news. All right, moving on, movies. <clears throat> so there's there's some uh, more news on the Attack on Titan movie front. Uh, the director of It is set, I guess, to take on that movie and The Time Machine. Yeah, this is one of those things where I was just referring to, where they throw out like a name, like... Uh, you know, after Get Out, Jordan Peele is directing this, 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 and this. And it's like, no, he's not. He did one Leonardo thing. DiCaprio is doing Akira. <laughs> well, Leonardo DiCaprio is supposed to be producing this Time Machine movie. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Like, is it happening? I don't know. Sure, maybe. If I saw a live-action Attack on Titans, which there already is one yeah. overseas, um, which was not that great. You know, I get it. I understand why you they would want to try to capitalize on that over here in America, but who knows who's going to do it if it's ever going to happen. We've been waiting for Akira, you know, and Cowboy Bebop and all these other animes to get adapted for years and years. So, whatever. I'm I'm good with them never doing these things <laughs> and just keeping the animes the way they are. Yeah, because then you get a Ghost in the Shell situation. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up, Julius Avery, who is known for Overlord. He just, yeah, that movie's out, I think, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm not really familiar with. Uh, but he'll, he is going to try to take on the Flash Gordon uh, movie. So not really, I guess it's a reboot in a way. I guess revitalization of Flash Gordon which has been kind of in the works, I'm sure, for years now. Uh, what do you think about this news? Um, Does Flash Gordon I'm... have a spot in our pop culture these days? Sure. You know, it depends. That's another one of those things where, you know, obviously George Lucas took from Flash Gordon to make Star Wars. And, you know, people pick and choose what they want from those stories to make other stories throughout history you know so um i can't say that it doesn't have a place uh sure you know let's see what a trailer looks like and see what happens i guess you know i like pulp comics um i don't think that movie is that good i like that song by queen (laughs) and overlord looks fantastic and it's getting great reviews so good luck to julius avery (laughs) see what happens that movie is classic Classic. Yeah. Ship for the Times. Yeah. And that song. You're right. Yeah. Speaking of Queen and movies, Bohemian Rhapsody is out today. Um, and I need to be seeing that as soon as possible. Um, soundtrack's out too. It's really nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's a neat soundtrack. So they do a little live music. They do some remasters of the old songs. It's a nice Queen soundtrack. You're into Queen, like you should be. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I might end up seeing that tonight um, or this weekend, or making my wife see Halloween because I, I really did love it. Um, I think is Overlord out today as well because I definitely want to see that. I don't know. Um, if if it's not out today, it's like oh, it's next week. It's next Friday. Okay, it's very very soon. Um. So, anywho, uh, yeah, I do want to see uh, Bohemian Rhapsody for sure. Yeah, they say it's the closest thing you're going to get to seeing Queen live. So, biggest uh, screen possible. Um, next up, Bad Boys 3 is apparently really happening because both Martin Lawrence and Will Smith have said so this week. So, it's kicking off. Yeah, they were on Will Smith's Instagram. They're in Miami. And Will Smith is like, this is happening, this is happening. You guys, it's coming, it's coming. He didn't say what it was. And then he panned over and behind him was Martin Lawrence. And he was like, oh, yeah. So, of course, something that I've been waiting for (laughs) for, I don't know, a decade? I can't remember when the last Bad Boys movie is. but At least. 
definitely one of my favorite movies of all time, Bad Boys 2. Um, so it's been a long time coming. Uh, so yeah, I just want I just want to see that slate though. I want to see that slate that says Bad Boys 3, Bad Boys for Life, Day 1. You know what I mean? So I know it's coming. Like, I just want to see them starting production. Then I can go, okay, 2019, Bad Boys are back. The boys are back in town. Seriously, man. So pumped. Finally, movie news. Gladiator is getting a sequel. <laughs> uh, directed by Ridley Scott. So that, that makes sense. What doesn't make sense is a Gladiator sequel. Well, it takes place or the the story centers around um, what's his name's nephew, who we saw briefly in the movie. Um, I can't tell you what his name is. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix's character's nephew. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey man, Ridley Scott keeps going back to the well for things for some reason. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I love Gladiator. I love Greek times so it's not like i wouldn't be excited to to see it i'm sure i'll see it um why is it happening who knows but i'll still see it so whatever really scott's still one of the greatest directors of all time i mean really so we'll we'll see what happens with this that's right yeah. that's right it's uh next up if you're anybody that's somebody and you like the wild west you put it that way you're probably playing Red Dead Redemption 2 this past week, putting endless hours into riding your horse, committing crimes across the uh, the old west. Because you know, being a good guy, man, that game is really hard. But uh, besides giving a person a ride to town once in a while, that's that's something you do, and then you rob them when you're almost there. So it's good. But yeah, I mean, I love Red Dead Redemption. I'm really enjoying the second one so far. I just, I've only kind of skimmed the surface of it. Uh, and I just feel like when it comes to the linear mission, it's a fun game to talk about. But all of a sudden, you're off on your own, doing your own thing, living life as your own Wild West avatar. And it's amazing. Yeah, it's, um, I, I played a lot last yesterday. <laughs> Like I need been working nonstop and I, I go, you know what? I need a break. So I, I played it for many hours yesterday and um, last night I'm playing it and I had just finished a mission and then I was like, okay, I need to go to bed. And I was like, eh, let me just, let me just hunt a little bit. Let me just look for like a bear or something to kill. And then I got lost again for like another hour, just, just like slowly crouching along looking through my binoculars, studying animals, like how the best way to track them. And it's just like, eh, it, yeah, you know, it's the most immersive game that they've ever made of all time. Like that, it is a fact. Whether the game story is good or not, yeah, so far it is. How it's going to end up, who knows? Talk to me in 60 more hours because that's probably how long it's going to take to play this game. Um, nobody's beaten it. Like, no. You know, even like the game reviewers who take, you know, who literally their job is just to play video games. I don't think anyone's beaten it yet. And it's been out a week because like it's just because of that. Because you're like, well, you know, like Skyrim, let me just go off <laughs> for, forever. I think it's probably the biggest game since Skyrim for sure. To be honest, I, I don't know where like sometimes I know where the main mission is and then I don't know where it is after that. So it's like you almost... You come upon it, and then you, I, what I, I, I go to do what I think is the main mission, and then I'm going to town to get drunk with Lenny. You know, so it's like, um, it's really crazy because it just allows you to immerse yourself into it without thinking too much about the normal storyline. Because the storyline itself is, oh, we're really just trying to escape the end of gang. You know, the gangs are getting wiped out or whatever, and they're becoming like society's coming towards us like a train. Um, cause we know this is at the end of is the sequel to the original game where the original game left us after Blackwater and Blackwater plays a major part in this as well. Cause they continue to talk about it. It's a location in the game. Um, but at the end of the first one, it kind of moved on to where the, the turn of the century happened and the cars were there and all this stuff. And this game is not now nicely fitting in 
right in before that time period. Uh, and it's, and it's cool because you still have this wild west thing going on, but you kind of have like this idea of like, what's going to be happening towards the end of this game. Are we, are we getting away from being a gang? Are we getting more into being part of a society? Um, it's, it's, it's really fun. Um, but like you said, it's, I've been working so much and I go to play the game and I can immerse myself very easily into it. So just by riding off like into the woods, you can, you can fill your time for hours. Right. Easy. But whenever I'm just like, oh, I'm tired. I don't know how long I'm going to play this game. I go to the saloon and I play poker for an hour and I go to bed. It's like, fuck man, <laughs> do whatever the heck you want. The best thing so far that's happened. And there's been a lot of cool things, but yesterday, you know, you're in the middle of a gunfight, and then for some reason they'll just go and do those slow mo shots, which I love. Yeah, which they've been doing since Red Dead Revolver. I mean, like yeah. that's been part of the series. But I shot a dude literally right in the dick in slow mo, and I was, I was like, did this just happen? How do I record this? I like I just was shocked. Hit your, button, hit your button. It records the last minute or so of, oh, of video. It? Oh so my god! The I didn't cool happen, hope I do it again. Yeah, the minute something cool happens, hit that button because it gives you. You can rewind it. And that's how I get my videos most of the time. It was so like it was hilarious because then they go back and you just see Arthur like holding his two guns. Like, yeah, I just did that. <laughs> I was I was losing it. But um, anywho, that's it for gaming. Really, there hasn't been. You know, uh, the Fallout 76 beta is out. So, if you, yeah, right. I know if you pre-ordered it, um, you know, one of my friends, she was telling me about it. She pre-ordered it and said it's been crazy immersive as well. Of course, it's Bethesda. You, yeah. You'd expect nothing less. But um, I'm going to be in, I'll be in the Wild West for a very long time. So, yeah, I don't see myself so. getting out of it this winter. <laughs> well, into 2019. Oh, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, all right, what's next? We have a new Lego Star Wars show starting up soon. It's called All Stars. Uh, it'll be featured on the Disney and Disney XD, I believe. Uh, so it's going to be covering different t- time periods this, this time around. This is like uh, Forces of Destiny, but with everybody, right? That's correct. No, that's not even like it's like little time. Like it doesn't. It's not like a full show, right? We need to step back a little bit because Force of Destiny is something relatively new, anyhow. And it was it was a totally online experience um, at first. This this is in the spirit of all the other Lego shows that have been on. From the Freemaker was a little bit longer. It was a full half an hour show. They had Yoda Adventures, which were shorts. They've been doing these Lego shows for a long time now. Um, So this is just the latest incarnation of that. Uh, this is going to be covering several different time periods from uh, the Solo movie. For, so we'll get the young Han Solo period. We'll get uh, post, uh, I'm sorry, like post episode seven um, universe. And also, I believe it's also set around the Clone Wars, maybe that time period. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I believe it's those three time periods. Um, so, but it also feature characters we're familiar with from across the Lego verse. Uh, and also the Freemakers. So there's going to be some Freemaker characters in this. Uh, even though that show got canceled, I enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, I'm glad that they're bringing in some of those characters because it is, quote-unquote, now canon. So, uh, cool. That starts up at some point this 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 winter. Soon. Yeah, I'll... Uh... They're cute. They're fun shows. You know, Whatever. Yeah, I, I guess I'll... A lot of cutesy kitty Star Wars cartoons on right now. So I haven't actually watched Resistance in the last couple of weeks. I want to, but I just haven't had time. Right, but I do like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the latest anthology book, I would say. Is this kind of an anthology? In a way, different stories? No. This, this is, is just... This is one story, right? Okay, cool. Yep. Alphabet Squadron is coming soon, and it's going to be taking place during the Civil War period, it looks like, or maybe post. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure when the time zone timeline is, but, um, you know, it's written by the guy who did uh, Battlefront Twilight 
Squadron, Twilight Company, Twilight Company, um, which is a good book. It's good. I mean, he seems to get the whole war, feeling a war thing, which is, you know, I think that some people don't always think about that, that Star Wars is a war <laughs> that's constantly happening. <laughs> so um, I like to see that side of things. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happening. It's about star and war. That's it. That's right. Yep. Duh. <laughs> All right. What time is it? It's Pursuit of Plastic Time. All right, guys. Uh, as of last night, I didn't check this morning, but the Disney Shop Black Series exclusives hit yesterday, November 1st. Uh, and these are these are some of the figures that were supposed to be going to Toys R Us before it went out of business uh, or before it pretended to go out of business as most evil corporations do these days. Um, but so on the shelves as of yesterday in store and also online, uh, we have the final bounty hunter puzzle piece, Zuckus, which looks amazing. Uh, we also have the broken mask Captain Phasma from The Last Jedi. And we have a new Stormtrooper buck um, with some action stuff around him. So all these figures are coming in around $24.99, which is right now Black Series are, are priced between $20 and $30, depending on if it's a deluxe figure or not, an exclusive figure. Uh, but I need to take a second and just mention how... I am. I am. I know we've mentioned this in the last few episodes too about Marvel Legends and Hasbro's increased quality on their figures. Correct. In a world where these premium figures are costing more and more, and there's more and more complaints coming out um, because of quality control or you know getting too big for your britches too soon. Um, and the other end of it, we always have this complaint where these mass-producing companies put out these figures. And we didn't feel they were really worth the price. They weren't because the face sculpts were bad. There was no real good soft goods or hard goods or anything with them. Um, no extra hands, faces, whatever. It wasn't. It was like here's your toy. It's not really adult. It's not really quote unquote adult collecting. Like you want to stamp it on the box because it's really just you're making these action figures, you're putting them out at mass retail. You're not giving a crap. But now. You're getting. They're doing this fat, the face scan technology. They're mixing in the soft goods. They're giving you these extra heads and hands and, and accessories. And it's like, hey, yeah, these figures are worth twenty to thirty dollars because they actually look better than the eighty dollar version, or you get more, or whatever. So, you know what? Good job, Hasbro. Maybe I won't call you Hasbro as much anymore. All right. I mean, I agree. Uh, to be honest with you, yeah, like. I, I've been somebody who fights about these Marvel Legends, as you, you know, me, you and I have done to, for years. The Black Series, I'm still not 100% on these Black Series, other than their, uh, the aliens, which I've always said have been good looking. The humans, they still just, like, they don't know what the hell's going on. But no, they, they do. Now they, you, need to, you need to take a look, good look at a lot of these new ones. Like I sent you that Dengar, that Dengar article. Did you read it? Yeah, but Dengar is like it's a face still, and you look. It is, at but it's not a it's not a face of an actor. It can be anything. I'm talking about. It looks him. like the guy who plays him. Okay, it does. The layers look good. The you know, they, I, tomatoes, tomato man. Hey, yeah. I, I'm not 100 percent there. They look better. They look better. Face scan technology is is getting these cheap toys where they need to be. I know, but I saw like the new Anakin that they're releasing from revenge of the Sith with like the scar on his face. And I was like, okay, it looks okay. It's still not Hayden Christensen, but they're using the same figure, aren't they? The body, the space scan technology is new for all these new re-releases. So I just, I'm not hundred percent there yet. Um, Though I will say for Marvel legends, when you look at what they did with like that toy biz, like Punisher, and um, obviously we talked about Rogue many times, like some of these new Marvel Legends figures are absolutely amazing. Where I'm like, oof, I I, I kind of want them 
yeah. I just, ugh, six inch scale, man. I don't know. Anyway, well, here's the thing. It's like, here's, they just did that fantastic four exclusive series basically yeah. for Walgreens. Am I going to wait years for, for like Mezco to come and say, Oh, we're going to do fantastic four now. And it's going to cost you $400 or, and I'm going to say, Hey, these look great. And this is the perfect representation of fantastic four for me for under a hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe you make me a polystone thing in the future. And I use that in the set, but you're not going to do much better. Gotcha. Yeah. Unless you set a figure on fire and say it's a human torch. <laughs> What's next? Uh, NECA has been throwing the uh, the reveals at us this week. Uh, prior to November 1st, there was a lot of horror reviews, uh, re- um, reveals, including our first Laurie Strode figure uh, featuring the likeness of Jamie Lee Curtis. Now. The first Jamie Lee Curtis figure from Ever. anything. So get ready for all the customs from True Lies. <laughs> Ah, so um, <laughs> it's the only one we want. Uh, I would take one from Career Opportunities, <laughs> or not Career Opportunities. Um, shoot, why am I changing the one with Eddie Murphy and uh, Dan Aykroyd? Career, op- no, what is that movie called? Trading Places. Trading Places. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only the only complaint I have is that I want a younger Laurie Strode. Just so that I can take her and put her with my Fox figure as well. Do not doubt that you'll get. Oh, I know. <laughs> not doubting at all. But yeah. I will say that I am about a hundred percent ready for her to have wonky eyes. So, <laughs> I, please yeah. at least sunglasses with all these figures. That's funny. Yeah, they do need to figure that out. They need to figure that shit out right now because it's. Because you can't just mock it, like write it off as quality control. It is, but like I bought that James Cameron figure, and I'm still pissed off about it. You just have to repaint it. I can't repaint shit if it's in the box. <laughs> Touche. What's next? Uh, next up, <laughs> I this is its own separate podcast. Just just mention the release. <laughs> Falling grace. Falling grace. <laughs> just just listen. This is the thing about Mesco. I thought you would be all over this, to be honest. Uh, Mesco, Mesco has decided that everybody has a million dollars in this in their wallet this month. Um, <laughs> but Mesco has released a or has put up the pre-order for their next horror figure, Freddy, which we were expecting anyhow with their th- horror theme that's been going on kind of <clears throat> as of late. I mean, the last five years. But you know we've only gotten one figure out of <laughs> out of them. But um, what do you think, man? I uh, I was like, nope, I'm not buying this. Yeah, nope. Uh, because yes, it has soft goods, but because NECA has been doing Freddy for years now and has been doing it very well, and every figure they seem to up themselves i.e. look at the one that they just did for part three with like all the faces screaming in there. I mean, like the figure is insanely good. So no, I don't need um, an $80 uh, Freddy figure. I just don't. And okay, so it has the sweater. Okay. So, you know, you can still get that through Mezco too. They, They do have soft good versions of Jason and Freddy and stuff. So I got the Michael Myers because um to me, that was the best-looking Michael Myers, even better than the uh, Curse of Michael Myers uh, 1-6 scale uh, toy that I have. I, I think the Mezco one's better than that. But, you know, I'm not saying that I'm never going to get Mezco again. I just, right now, it used to be, let's get everything. And now it's real, eh, let's, well, maybe, you know, like the Cyclops, it's great. But I could probably just go with, the Mar- you know, the Marvel Legends Cyclops, like, at this point. So... You know, if they start doing some more things like, okay, that dark side, I'm sorry. Yep, game over. Kind of have to get it. Even though the DC Collectibles one is great, the one from Mesco is better. Yeah, it's that. Uh, there's nothing really in that to compare, like, to compare that figure to. Exactly. So, uh, that's it. I know. I mean, it's like, how much did you pay for your Sideshow Freddy? 
169. Exactly. I'm saying it's under 100. It's under 200 dollars. Right, and yeah, that's the thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that, I just looked over at that Freddie G's. It's beautiful, but again, it's sideshow. So, I yeah. was. Am I going to pay a hundred dollars from Mezco when I paid an extra seventy dollars from from sideshow at double the scale? No, 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 never. That's crazy. Never. Speaking of one six figures under two hundred dollars. Yeah, but it is. So that's the that's the good. I mean, 180 bucks. Yeah, it's not bad for a one six scale Skeletor figure. That looks good. Yeah, it does. does. So that's up for pre order now, guys. Um, There's a limited time. I think it's November 25th, around that time that you have to order the Mondo exclusive, uh, which comes with. this the cosmic key, so that's the uh, that's the accessory that it comes with. If you decide that you want to go with the exclusive, now if you bought if you bought the He Man when it was up for pre order, the exclusive, it does come with the alternate Skeletor head, so you'll have three heads to switch amongst your Skeletor body. So I'm excited about that. I will pre order that within the next couple of weeks. Cool. Yeah, I mean I'm not buying it, but I understand why you would. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And finally, today on the Pursuit of Plastic, we have our own review. Yeah. So the Fison or Fison. Um, Fison. I can't. You know, P H I C E N uh, figure of Valiant's Bloodshot is up on our YouTube page as well as don't forget atall.com. So if you want to see a review of that figure, um, check it out. It's it's different. <laughs> it's weird. I really like it. I do. It's super heavy. It has a huge base. It has you know some good accessories. Things that I've never seen before in a one six scale. Let a let alone a smaller scale figure. Maybe maybe the Mezco Punisher as far as the weapons go, where they kind of did some things, but they're just really tiny. Um, but it's a it's a great figure. Like soft goods are amazing. It's just it's I've never seen a figure like it before. So I gotta kind of get used to it. <laughs> that soft body, that weird jelly body is just and literally feels like jelly. Uh feels like a stress ball. Um is something I've just, you know, never experienced. So you'll have to, you know, for $159 though, I encourage any valiant fan to get it like a lot of the valiant you know i put it up on the valiant page and facebook and people are like oh there's so much money and blah 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 and i and i get it and i understand that you when you can pay 24 dollars for a figure you don't want to spend 160 to me it's just trade in the money of three of those figures or however many it is and just try because once you get a one six scale figure i guarantee you you'll look at the way you buy toys differently. A hundred percent. You were resistant for a very long time until you got one and then you go, oh yeah, because this is for true collectors. It's because I'm not stupid. I know what was going to happen the minute I bought one. That's also true. (laughs) But it's, it's for true collectors. These, these are display pieces. And I hope to God, you're not just buying toys to keep them in boxes. People like you're eventually taking some of them out to display them. And if that is the case, one six scale is the way to go to show off your figures. And um, if you're, you know, a true fan, I think uh, you'll just, you'll find a way to, to save up the dough and actually do it. Finds a way. It's yeah. Bloodshot finds a way. That's right. (laughs) And then he finds you. That's right. That's right. All right, Casey, where can you find us? Oh, my gosh. All over the internet, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, don't forget a towel or defat towel. Um, obviously, don't forget a towel.com for all things geekly. And, um, you know, possibly at celebration once, uh, once those press passes go on, go up on uh, November 5th. I'll be there that morning 
eagerly anticipating when I get a chance to uh, to try to get those. But um, yeah, we're all over. We're all over. Yes, coast to yes, sir. Defat coast to coast. Right, right, buddy. All right, all right, everybody. As we go headlong into the holiday season, we are we'll be going defat strong. So check back with us week to week and keep it geekly this is chris yeah this is casey saying read those comics bye guys bye